Hello, hello in the Good Company podcast. Adamalus Kitzman here with daily dose of inspiration, motivation, thought provocation, um, all uh, with the goal to grow and heal and have a, a more fulfilled and more beautiful life. Today, I'm thinking about this episode for months to be honest. Um, and today I want to talk about parenting. I am a parent. I'm very lucky to be a mom to Lila and Senna and Tini and Taffy. I have two uh, girls and two boys. <laughs> um, uh, and I... I'm thinking about this episode for months because it's a subject dear to my heart. It's uh, the most important work I have to do besides my growth and my healing. Um, it's uh, it's uh, incredible privilege. It's an incredible gift I got to experience that I have those girls uh, and boys and I'm a mom uh, and it's, um, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a, uh, incredible privilege and I will never claim ever that I'm an expert in anything I don't believe in expertise I um you know I think there are people who know a lot of things about a lot of things or a lot of things about one subject and they may be an expert but um I um, I will never claim that um and especially in that area so dear to my heart and so precious and so important um, uh, um but i want to share a few things that i think are important in my parenting and i also want to share because they are also important in the reparenting and i don't know if i did a full episode about reparenting but it's this idea and um, that i do a lot which is you know I use techniques and things that I do with my daughters, almost on myself, on my inner child, uh, on my child to heal it, to grow it, to take care of it, because we all have this inner child in us. So some of these things I'm going to share with you, uh, for example, if you don't have kids, you can use on yourself. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just want to share what is important and what consciously I do in my parenting, uh, my girls. Um, and there's no order of it. I am. I wrote several things, but they are in random order. I think they are equally important. Uh, important. It's just kind of like a, a basket of tools I have, uh, and then may may adjust and may change with age. Obviously, as as my girls grow, etc. But um, actually, those I don't think so will change. Those are kind of like standard. Uh, so let's start with the first one. Um, it's how I see parenting uh, and being a parent, you know. Um, I thought about it a lot and in my role as a parent. So my two things about it is that I will never tell my daughters um, or treat them or see them as, uh, you know, as they are growing and they are now little, right? And then, then they will grow up, uh, grow up but I will never uh, 
make them feel in any way that they owe me anything. I, as a parent, decided to have kids. And the day I decided that I signed up to be a parent and to uh, take them, uh, take care of them uh, until I will die, uh, at least until they are 18, and to provide for them. And I will never make them feel guilty or like they owe me something. I do this for this and this for you. And I did this for you. And I sacrificed this for you. No, I did sign up for parenting. That was my choice. And I chose that that path. I chose to be a parent and um, I need to fulfill my, uh, my choice, my promise, right? So that's one big thing, how I see parenting. The other thing is that is important is I really see my role as a parent as helping my daughters blossom. So they came to this earth um, with certain talents, I, I believe with um, personalities, personalities, their own different personalities, um, uh, sets of challenging uh, challenges, challenges. And my role is to not make them into something that I think they should be, not make them into something that society should be. And so they, you know, achieve successes or whatever, according to everybody else. My role is to observe them, uh, see them, uh, what is their potential? What is that? What are their talents and nourish them uh, and uh, and help them uh blossom into beautiful potentials and people that they they came to, uh, to be so <clears throat> i do a lot of observation <laughs> you know my man, analytical mind i observe my daughters a lot i also did astrology for them and human design to understand uh some aspects of their uh, of their astrology that may influence uh their life uh, and their human design uh, <clears throat> for example uh, Sana is a generator like I do so I really when she says that she doesn't want to do something or feel like doing something I really honor this because that's what generators do and you know some people may find it weird or strange but this is what I I choose to do and I want to understand uh, my kids also from that side uh, and support that and and uh, and build on that and understand them uh, you know I always bring this example with Lila for example like Lila just has so much energy she is just always like running jumping and and uh, uh, and is very social you know I am <laughs> more excluded right like I, I like this my solitude I don't like big crowds I don't like uh, a lot of like a group people situation it's not my favorite setting because I pick up on all these energies and and whatnot she loves that and when I did her astrology when a few years back she's a Leo and she has a lot of Leo fiery energy in her chart and that's that energy that's that you know, socialize, leader-like qualities that she has, and I can see. Um, and that just helped me understand her better. So that's why I did that. Again, not everybody will probably agree with it, but uh, that's the beauty of life, right? We uh, uh, we approach it a different way. 
Then another important thing that is so probably obvious, uh, but it's so important. And I think about it in the context of also of words and it's love. I think showing through all the languages, five languages of love, uh, your kids that you love them. It's just so important. I don't know, I'm getting emotional. Uh, sorry, but it was just so important because um, I know I was loved and I felt love for my father, but uh, not feeling love uh, from other parent, uh, it, it, it's tough. It's tough not feeling wanted or needed or uh, it's just, I knew that I want every day my daughters to know they are loved and I tell them often I that's one other thing that words are so important we think sometimes oh it's obvious we don't need to talk about it like now right about love but we do and I often tell my kids literally I love you unconditionally no matter what you do I will love you I will love you forever and always I want them to have that feeling that they are always loved no matter what no matter if I'm going sometimes mad or you know they do something and I throw something like I always tell them I will love you no matter what always unconditionally and forever I wanted them to have that feeling and understand it and I want to speak it out to them um so love 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 I think it's so important for kids to feel to understand to know they are loved um so I do my best to show it to squeeze them, hug them, uh, say words of affirmation. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes when like Sena, Lila is now at the stage that she wants to be a YouTuber. Do I want my kid to be a YouTuber? No, I don't. But do I say it? No, I don't. I say, hey, you know what? Let's practice reading because when you are going to be a YouTuber, you're going to have to read contracts uh youtube contracts and you need to be good at reading and at math because you need to you know count the money you're going to get paid as a youtuber i'm going to support it you know because probably in a year she's going to be want to be something else but i want her to feel this acceptance and uh, you know that the, her needs and her wants uh, are important and they matter so love 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 so important um uh, and time you know this is something that um it's hard between work uh, and um and everything else but just spending time together listening to them understanding what they are into uh showing interest in what they are into uh it's uh, like i just see how they light up uh when when we do that and when i do that um it's it, it's so important like sp time spent together uh even you know small drive to the store together or um or a walk or just sitting and watching a show they want to watch yesterday we watched this show alone with uh, Lila she was so into it and and I actually got genuinely into it <laughs> some of the shows I don't but just um, showing interest and spending time with the areas they are interested in. Adam is great about, you know, going, Lila is now into, and Senna into climbing, and and he's great at that. Uh, that's kind of their thing. 
Um, so, so definitely time together. And uh, one other, another technique and something that I think about a lot and use a lot is uh, repair. I'm not a perfect parent. I am on my own healing journey and there are things that triggers me. There are things that, you know, bad days I have sometimes and, and tough days at work or, you know, we are all humans. But for me, it's crucial to use repair and repair is when you, you know, we are not 100% the best parent and you go back and you repair it. You talk about it and you say, hey, listen, I had a long, long day at work. And then, you know, uh, I was frustrated and I was tired and I was hungry and I was short with you and I'm sorry, you know, I, uh, I should do better and I'll do better. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I wasn't my best self at that moment and I'm really sorry. And I think uh, showing as a parent that you are a human, that you you know, that you uh, <clears throat> sometimes make mistakes, but explaining to them. I think it's so crucial that it's not internalized for me, uh, you know, by my daughters, it's something that there's something wrong with them, you know, <clears throat> that they do something wrong. So that's why I react that way I react or whatever. It's so crucial to, for me to understand that, you know, there are days and moments that, um, that I need to repair and I repair with them. I talk about it and I make sure they understand um, uh, the circumstances and why certain things, um, you know, why I was short or why I, you know, raised my voice um, or, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's just this this repair technique, is, uh, uh, it's amazing. Uh, and I try to not use it a lot <laughs> because it means that I need to repair things, but it's a, it's an amazing, amazing tool. Um, one other thing, um, and probably I'm pretty sure when I, when I publish this episode, there'll be a million other things, two other things actually are popping up for me now. Um, it's words, which I kind of talked about really talking through things, uh, with your kid. I, you know, I try to keep, um, conversation on the level, uh, age level, right. But I definitely, mm, uh, talk about a lot of different things with Lila and not hide things from her and try to explain it to her and use words and consciously use words, right? Like saying, hey, I love you unconditionally forever and always. Um, uh, con consciously use words um, to explain things. Uh, and I, you know, I was raised in this paradigm of like kids and fish don't have voice. Um uh, and I didn't want to do it to my kids. They are their own human beings, uh, little ones. They may not understand everything. That's why, you know, it's important what kind of words and how you explain it, that it's appropriate, age appropriate. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, having those conversations, explaining things because kids are extremely smart. smart. I remember this, you know, when we were growing up, there was this role you know, that we don't fight in front of each other, uh, that we go in the other room and don't show fights because it's not good for kids. In don't fight in front of the kids. I literally knew 
every time my parents fought, I heard it, even they thought they are not hearing. I felt it that the energy is off and they are in a fight. So even they did it in front of me, I knew it because kids are extremely small. They, they feel stuff. They um they uh they don't stuff and we think they don't. They they do know. They are like just little detectives and they they really feel feel a lot of stuff. Um uh, and that brings me to another thing, uh, understanding how fragile and how sensitive they are. You know, my therapist used to say, um, we grow up to heal our inner child. And uh, and uh, uh, it's really um, looking at it from that perspective uh, and just having a notion of it, how fragile and how sensitive they are. Um, in a context, for example, right? Like the the not fighting in front of each other. I want them to understand, like sometimes when we fight with Adam, we fight, we make up. And I have a conversation with Gladysena. It's like, you know, even when you love somebody, you will have these moments of disagreement, um, but it's important to choose each other, to apologize later. Um, and and uh, love and go back to loving each other. You know that's life. It's impossible to have a relationship with anybody uh, out there and not have moments of disagreement or or bad day or whatever it is. It's how you go through it, how you repair it after, how you have conversation after, and you choose love after. That's what's important. Um. So and then one more thing. Two more things. I think understanding that we are going to screw up, that we are not going to perfect parent, be perfect parents, and our kids are going to experience things that we are not um, able to protect them from. I understand it early. I had this awful situation. I often think about it um, at school when Saint Lila was, I think, three years old. She took um, she was at school, you know, three-year-old. She There was this like a little place with like rocks and she took one of these rocks home. And, you know, we talk about it to her that you can't take things without asking. And we gave it back to school and, and have a conversation about it. But then a few days later, um, she came crying home because they were friends at school and they told her that they can't have a play date after school because she's stealing things. That's what their mom said. And I was just livid, as you can imagine. And just seeing my kid crying and, you know, I explained to her, I tried to repair it as much as I had, uh, as I could, but um, it was just like, oh my gosh, it was just heartbreaking for me. And this is a small kid, a small thing, right? But understanding that, that I can't protect 100%, I can't be there 100%, and they will go through their own stuff. Uh, it's also understand it, you know, early. Um, I think it's uh, it's important as a parent. And last but not least, I think I should start with it. You know, there's so many advice and even this advice in every advice I give on this podcast or, or talk about, like, obviously, I always say, um, don't listen to me, listen to yourself. But in this particular um, subject of parenting is so crucial. I truly believe that there is no one way to parent that the most important thing is you 
came to this earth and you became a parent to the specific kids or kid or and it's so important to tune in into that like who is your kid what do they need what are their circumstances there's no way one way to parent it's it's really this beautiful very unique very specific very special connection that you have with your kids uh, and your kid it has this beautiful, special, specific blueprint that you need to grow and you need to help uh, blossom. And it's different from any other kid. Um, that's why I just hate school so much that you just they, they, they put everybody in this bucket and try to fit them into this like one form and everybody's so different. It drives me nuts. But yeah, just tuning, intuitively tuning to your kid and observing them, listening to them, not listening to others like this advices. Like some of them are obviously probably great, like supported by research and and uh, uh, and whatnot. But but it's really this uniqueness of this relationship, uniqueness of your kid, uniqueness of you, your circumstances, and and really tune in to your intuition when you part parent. Uh, parent. Uh, I think, and when I do, I, I do it a lot. I just ask also myself always, like, what will be the best for my girls? What will be the best for Lila? What will be the best for Senna? How should I do it? Uh, you know, even there is advice here and there. Uh, and I read parenting book for sure. Like reparenting is not like thinking I came up with. I read a book and I was like, this is amazing. This resonates with me. I think this is such an important technique. So, so really this intuitive parenting is huge for me. Uh, it really is um, this idea of instinctively tuning into my kids and, and their needs and, and uh, who they are and what they want and what they, how, how, I, can, how I can help them blossom. Uh, that's the goal. So I think that's it. Um, there are probably, I know myself, like the minute I stop recording this episode, there's like another ideas will come up and, and things. But I think those are the key things. And and again, like I said in the beginning, it those all can be used as we reparent ourselves. I use reparenting, um, you know, uh, repairing, for example, my little kid and explaining like, hey, this wasn't your fault. This wasn't your fault. Like, or this was this and, and explaining to my little kid in words and, and loving my little kid inside. So all those I think can be used, um, can be used to, to reparent ourselves. I would love to hear what are your, if you have like a top parenting tips or top parenting techniques that you use or something that is important in parenting I would love to hear that because I love to you know learn from other people and uh, 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 obviously like we all uh, so I'm going to post a question after uh, under this episode and if you want to share and tell me what are your thoughts on that um, I'll be great until the next time love and might